0: Welcome, everybody. I'm Chris Miller, author of the number one best-selling book, Ready for pre Retirement: Three Secrets for Safe Money and a Fabulous Future. And I'm so honored to be the host of this show called Ready, Set, Retire. Do you lay awake at night wondering if you have enough money to pay the bills, let alone retire? In this show, your vision will be transformed and I will show you how to have safe money and a fabulous future. I've counseled over 5,000 families, businesses, and individuals over the past 20 plus years and I'm proud to say that I've never lost $1 of my client's money. I will share with you secrets that I've learned over two decades that only the few rich know about really have been around for centuries. But most Americans are not prepared for their golden years, let alone today. So no matter what your financial status is, you can be prepared to enjoy your life and never run out of money. Now, what I do is I invite lots of great guests on my show to tell you about a lot of things that you need to be ready for. And today, I have a very, very special guest, Attorney Fleming, he's going to share with us. Some really great information. Basically, tens of thousands of veterans who served during World War II, the Korean War, and the Vietnam War will need help paying for long-term care. Most people over 65 who served at least 90 days with an honorable discharge don't know that they and their spouses will qualify for valuable benefits from the Veterans Administration. Gilbert Fleming, offers a step-by-step guide that explains many of the VA regulations that seem downright confusing to veterans. But for many people in your audience today, everybody listening, family members, these benefits are there for the taking. Fleming, a VA-accredited attorney for more than 20 years, will share true stories of people who turn dismal prospects into high-quality arrangements. Fleming is the author of the VA-improved Pension for War Period Veterans, How the VA Helps the Veterans Pay for Their Assisted Living. So I want to welcome you here. It's really, really glad to be able to talk about this and and help all, all of our great vets.
1: Thank you, Chris. This is a very important retirement tool for World War II veterans and Korean War veterans and Vietnam War veterans. Do you know that Uncle Sam has a paid-up long-term care policy waiting for these veterans?
0: That's amazing, and and it's so so surprising. Over you know twenty plus years, myself and counseling thousands of people, maybe a half a percent even has a clue that it's out there.
1: I would agree with that.
0: Yeah. So maybe you could share with us a little bit about what it is, how it works.
1: Well, do you know a veteran, a wartime veteran, can receive as much as $2,000 a month free of taxes to help pay their assisted living bills?
0: Wow, that's incredible.
1: And that many times is the resource that's going to make the difference for these veterans when they're looking for assisted living or when they're looking for long-term care Coverage or in-home care coverage,
0: right? So now,
1: now you probably have hundreds, if not thousands, of clients that have served during World War II or Korea. Would that be true, Chris?
0: Right, sure do.
1: And would you say that many of these people, God bless them, didn't get the long-term care insurance coverage that I'm sure you recommend?
0: Yes, like about
1: 99%. Yes. (laughs) Well, many of these policies didn't exist in the 50s and the 60s, I don't think. I think this is a new policy, but the government is there to help them, and guess who signed this benefit into law? I don't know. Harry Truman.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) It goes back
1: that far.
0: Oh, my goodness. It goes back
1: that far.
0: That's crazy.
1: So let me give you an example. You have got... Bob and Betty. And Bob is, say, a Korean War veteran. And God bless him, he slips and he fell in the shower and he broke his hip. He's having a very hard time getting around. Uh, His wife is about half his size and she's getting ready to really injure her back trying to help him. I mean, they can't go on this way. Right. So the family decides, hey, dad, let's go. Let's check out this assisted living facility it's not a nursing home. This is assisted living where everybody you can have your own room. It's not a medical facility. Yeah, they give you a little help. Do you, wouldn't you say it's better to live in an assisted living than a skilled nursing facility, Chris?
0: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: Can I tell you about one of my clients that oh, uh, moved into assisted living? And I said, I, I called her and I said, how do you like assisted living? And she said, it's great. It's just like high school. Except she said the the boys are harmless.
0: <laughs> That's cute.
1: And I said you haven't met all the boys yet. I've got some clients in that in that yeah. joint. <laughs> yeah, right,
0: right. That's. Cute. But how
1: do you pay for assisted living? I mean, the bill was going to be three and a half thousand dollars a month, thirty five hundred dollars, and they didn't have the income to cover for that. Now the VA will give you. $2,000 a month, a married couple, $2,000 a month to offset the costs of an assisted living facility.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, so, yeah. There's a lot of regulations, right? A lot of Oh, boy. That
1: is there regulation? You have to go
0: through. Is it similar to Medicaid?
1: It is very similar to Medicaid and very different from Medicaid. <laughs> okay. Very similar and very different, but it is, in fact, a means-tested program. Uh huh. So you can make too much money, and you can be too rich. Right. So there are a number of things. You, Bob and Betty, when they first went to uh, some volunteer organization uh, from the VA, volunteers that had, you know, they said, "Well, we want to live in this assisted living. We really need to because Bob broke his hip. He has a severe medical condition." Mhm. Uh, but you know, we—is there any help? They said, "Well, no. You you make too much money." But if you know how to count it correctly and do the legal work properly, you can actually get the government to recognize, the VA to recognize that the assisted living bill is kind of like a write-off, like on taxes or something, where you write it off against your income, and now you prove, well, gosh, you know, all of my income is going to medical expenses, we're going to give you $2,000 a month in order to pay for your assisted living facility. Hmm. It's a it's a good deal. And then they're going to look at your assets, and that is where a good Eller Law attorney working together with a good financial planner can really set this up correctly. Because, for instance, you may have money in a CD getting .00004 interest. <laughs> <laughs> Woo-hoo. What do they call them, CD certificates of death?
0: Right, depression.
1: I was. <laughs> got a. Uh, I was looking at a client. Uh, was showing me his, his his the the interest on maybe a hundred thousand dollars CD, mm-hmm. and I was looking at this, and and I took it out of the envelope and I I asked the client, "Do you feel guilty?" And he said, "Why?" And he said, "Well, the bank paid about as much money to ship the." <laughs> the account statement to you as they give you interest. Right. Don't you feel guilty? Shouldn't you? Maybe you say, hey, I'll go pick it up. You need to save this. Yeah, right. If I pick it up, will you give me the stamp money? Yeah, really. But going into it, now he would be considered, you know, you're too rich, you have too many assets, but a good attorney with a good financial planner working together, we could put it in some kind of a pension plan normally some kind of an annuity, which would change it from an asset to an income source, and they really need the income. Now you, now it doesn't count against you, but you're getting the money that you need to pay for your assisted living or pay for your in-home care.
0: Right. That's great. And now, you know, somebody told me that, you know, you hear all kinds of rumors that nobody has a clue what they're saying, but <laughs> that it has to be war-related, that in other words, you can't go and get into the nursing home unless you can prove that it was war-related.
1: See, that is such a huge misconception. Uh-oh. And I've actually heard that when I took my father-in-law to the VA hospital uh, to help him get an hearing aid. hearing aid. He has some hearing impairment due to shooting at Nazis with a 50 caliber machine gun oh. in a B-17 <laughs> fighting Hitler.
0: Um, so. And right. folks
1: told me again and again, Oh, there's no benefits unless you can prove that you have a war related injury, a service connected injury. Mm-hmm. But that is simply not true. If you uh-huh. served during World War II, during Korea, during the Vietnam war, it doesn't matter where you served it doesn't matter if you were in combat or not, you were eligible to, for up to $2,000 a month to help pay for your assisted living expenses. Wow. I'm, I've got a client that, uh, he's, he has macular degeneration. Mm-hmm. And we were able to get him $2,000 a month to help pay for his stay in an assisted living facility, he and his wife. And it was hilarious when he first met me. He says, now listen, I was drafted in the Army They sent me to Denver, Colorado, and I was a clerk during the Korean War. How can I be eligible for VA benefits when I just served as a clerk in Denver, Colorado? And I said, hey, I'm not aware of one attack on Denver, Colorado by communist Koreans during the Korean War. You kept Denver, Colorado safe. Yeah. You know, he's bravely fought the Battle of Denver, Colorado. And I'm being facetious, but I'm just trying to yeah. illustrate that this is a benefit for any one of our young men who, like my dear old dad, who signed up at 17 years old. You know, he went into the lottery. He could have ended up being on Iwo Jima. He ended up, he says, I bravely fought the Battle of San Diego <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> in
1: World War II. Yeah. But he could have been anywhere. And in, and he's entitled to these benefits to help pay for his old age.
0: Boy. They hid hide the information from everybody. That's a lot. Of I have
1: got a press release that's in my book
0: mm-hmm. that
1: you can find, uh, my e-book that you can find on the Internet under com. It's a press release from the previous Secretary of Veterans Affairs where he says that the VA is not telling people about this benefit. Nobody knows about it. They need to do a better job. There's probably hundreds of thousands of war veterans, and also surviving spouses, do you know that the widow or widower of a, of a wartime veteran is entitled to some benefit?
0: Hmm. No they right.
1: can get up to $1,113 a month. And many times that little $1,000 a month is what bumps them up with their income, and now they can stay in a fairly nice assisted living and are not forced to go into a nursing home.
0: Right. That's amazing. I was working I mean, with
1: one uh, World War II widow. She'd been married to this man for 30 years. He passed away. Her health really had been negatively affected because she was caring for him Mm -hmm. while he was uh, ill for several years. And now her uh, health was bad and they put her in a share. All they could afford was a shared room in an assisted living facility. And after I'd got in and done some planning and made some changes and things, we could get her $1,113 a month which would allow her to pay for her own room. She didn't have to share a room anymore. So she had her own room and her own bathroom, and I just think that's fabulous. I think we did a really good thing for her.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. I've seen so many of my clients, you know, almost eating peanut butter and crackers, where before they were like upper-middle class, and then all their money was not A lot of the money got lost in the market. And anyway, that's so could help so many people out.
1: So many people got their retirement plan just just cut exactly. in half. <laughs> exactly. There's an attorney in my building that said, I was I was supposed to be retired by now, but then the stock market took a dump.
0: <laughs> right. Right. And then I look at everybody and I'm going, you know, what are you guys doing differently than two thousand and eight?
1: What are they doing differently?
0: Nothing. <laughs> Looking at me like with deer, you know, the deer in the headlights look like Huh? You don't think it's going to happen again?
1: How do you and- feel about <laughs> the Fed? You know, buying what eighty billion dollars worth of government debt again, again, again? I mean, don't you think throwing all this money just into, just throwing this money, throwing this money, quantitative easing is that having an effect on the stock market? Stock market inflating the prices?
0: Totally. You it's think so. so? Th- it's so fake, and that, and. And I don't know what it is we just go back into, oh, everything's wonderful, it's all back to normal. It's not back to normal. We really are in trouble, and people have to get proactive with their money and their plans. That stock market model's broken. You know, it's not going to ever be the same.
1: And know? and one of the things I always heard growing up was, oh, real estate, real estate, you know. God's, you know, stopped, ma- stopped making real estate, but he hasn't stopped making people. But when I looked at real estate several years ago, just a few years ago, as an investment, it was going up to such nosebleed heights in value. I thought this is a this this can't pay for itself. This is not a good investment. It crashed, but now it's up there again. (laughs) These values are not reasonable.
0: No, no. And then I mean, you know, and what it was, you know, I don't know. It was a few few years ago. I checked on the FDIC. Really, every hundred dollars you have in the bank. Uh-huh. about 58 cents to your hundred dollars oh but they're insured for 500 right after you'll get an iou maybe your great grandkids will get paid back after they pay back china
1: yeah what's that all about
0: reading their handwriting on the wall here i mean it's it's sort of like everybody goes into denial that it in it. It's not really a fun topic to talk about, you know, death taxes, the end of the world, or whatever. You know? <laughs> but we the really next great are there. Recession. Yeah, right in the Great Recession. So, so this is so important. So this kind of planning for VAs—I don't know what percentage of the population VAs are of the population, but it sure could help. You know, help.
1: that's a good question. I don't. I haven't found really solid numbers, but I think there's probably five million or so people across the United States, Mm -hmm. uh, widows and uh, wartime veterans that could be eligible for this benefit. Now, $2,000, that's pretty good. That's pretty good, but that's not going to be enough to pay for assisted living. What what I've seen, for instance, is so many times, you know, this was the time where, where folks, when they make this move, they're switching over to what you would call safe money probably they already had switched over to safe money <laughs> because when I when got killed in the stock market in, in 2008 or whatever, and now they're sitting there with these CDs, and I'm saying, well, you know, if you can put money into something much safer, some of these annuities I've seen actually will can perform fair, fairly well there. They're based on these indexes which can track the stock market, and they can, A, do very, very well, and B, though, they can They can be written to give folks a guaranteed income stream that won't run out,
0: yeah, you know that's how I can say legally say I've never lost one dime of my client's money truly it, that's my favorite place. in fact, I got all my money out of the market, most of it, and ha- there are some amazing products out there, you know they give you ten percent bonus, some of them have a seven percent interest income rider on there, you can't ever outlive your money, and that new one, the number one selling, you know, and I'm not, you know, trying to sell products or anything, it has no caps. Really? It has no caps, and it's a, it's it's now the number one selling annuity, and what they do is they add year one through year five up, so if you made 5% every year, at the end of five years, you will make 25% on your money. Exactly. But, people but, making but, 30, but can
1: 40%. you ever lose money?
0: Not a dime. Really? Not one dollar. And that's what's so, and this is what has inspired me because when I started my practice 22 years ago and I saw that there were actually, there's actually information that the average person is not being told about, like living trusts, annuities, and these things have been around since the Middle Ages. But only the, you know, politicians and people knew it. There was only a few people that knew about them. Mm hmm. And they're really, really beneficial for the average person, and it's taken this long for it to finally come out so people could learn about them.
1: Well, I'm an elder law attorney, and I'm constantly working with people uh, in their late 70s and their 80s, sometimes folks in their 90s when I'm working with a World War II veteran. Yeah. And many times I tell, well, I tell folks that to put together and submit an application for VA benefits, it's a lot like doing a tax return on steroids. Okay, they want to know about every asset you have. They want want to know all the details. So I have to take a look at people's financial history. And what I'm finding, I'm finding people that had, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in the stock market and they ain't got it anymore. And I've also found people that are getting these annuities that are coming in every month, every month. And we have to do an analysis of the annuities to to describe them to the VA when we ask for benefits. And I'll say, well, oh, no, the the money, the initial money that, that funded that annuity, that's been paid back with interest to the client, Oh, ten 10 years ago. Now they're operating <laughs> off the annuities' right. money. Yeah. And the income doesn't run out.
0: Right. I know. I mean, I, I mean, how sweet is that? And then the, for the younger guys, you know, the IULs, the overfunded IULs, I'm sure... Yeah. Those too. There's some amazing things that. But I had a client. He was 38. He put $500 in what's called an overfunded index universal life insurance product. Yeah. and By the time he was 65, he could get 82,000 out a year, 100% tax free. Tax free because
1: it's a loan against the premium, right? right?
0: Right. See,
1: and anytime you can avoid taxes, you're pretty much doubling your money.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, you sound like you're on the same page with me, which I
1: is- think I am. Well, I'm I am looking at a a nudie product right now. See, I did not serve during wartime. I was about 12 years old when Vietnam ended. My brother went, but I didn't go, and uh, I mean, looking at how I'm a I'm a diabetic, how am I going to take care of my health? Because mm-hmm. I don't want my wife to take care of me. And I found out about this this product where it can give me maybe five times as much money as I put in or more to pay for my long term care if I ever need it. Right. Say when I'm sixty five or seventy five or eighty five. And and if I if I don't use it, then there's a life insurance benefit attached right.
0: to it. Right. Wonderful. Modified endowment contracts.
1: Okay. That's what that is. Okay. There you go. <laughs> and then you can
0: actually take let's just say you have cash value and let's say you have life insurance. Yes. Well, when you're younger, that's wonderful. But as you get older, you could take the, the cash value from that life insurance, which you really don't need for your mortgage anymore, and you can take that life insurance, the cash value, and yes. use that as part of your premium for your modifying endowment contract. So that is a really sweet thing. I've had clients that had, you know, 50,000 death benefit, and they can use that cash value as to fund their long-term care. Mm. So all the premiums you put in are going to come back to you, whatever you don't use, at a really good interest rate because insurances are run... Well, the usually modified endowment contracts are running about 4 to 6%. Really? Yeah. So that's a really nice way to go.
1: What occurs to me when I'm working with veterans, when I am work with people that are in their 70s and their 80s, and I really see the track record, it seems to me that much of what you see in stocks... Uh, these investments can really be smoke and mirrors. There's all these promises. And then the market goes up for a while. And then now you're back to where you were versus when you're doing real life planning. You know what? I'm going to need maybe some long-term care. I'm going to need income, you know, real life planning. This is what I really need. I'm not looking at smoke and mirrors. Don't tell me, don't call me up and tell me you've got the next Apple computers. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've had folks that came in. I remember a lady came in with uh, her husband had had died essentially on the operating table. And I remember this real well because she was just very confused what had just happened. And what happened was their advisor had put them in an investment that had, now you'd know more about it than I do, but they came in and had a, a high watermark, I guess, of about $250,000 in the year 1999 in products like Linux and Red Hat and, uh, uh, what's the one that sounds like Costco?
0: <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> the Jayco, what? The, the Microsoft and, uh, you know, these huge, these really leveraged, and then they lost okay. everything in the high tech bust. Right. But then when he died, and it was so sad when he died, but they found out that they got all their money back. Because there was some kind of a some kind of a variable annuity thing where they were she was guaranteed. So it was terrible she lost her husband, but at least she wasn't in the poorhouse. Right. Do you know what I'm you know more yeah. about this than I do. Yeah. Uh,
0: yes. What was that? I am not quite sure, really. Okay. I mean I you know, I can guess but I don't mm. have enough information.
1: Gotcha. That's fair. You That's know, fair.
0: I, I really I don't want to guess. But there there are I'm not a fan of variable because variable oh. you lose your principal. Variable's like a stock. Mm-hmm. So what they basically do is say, okay, if you give me 100,000, you'll be guaranteed 100,000 plus the growth of the market. Gotcha. So it acts just like a stock. So what oh. I've seen is when clients get 70 or an 80 and they got a variable, which is what I've been seeing a lot of them. They, they want the money, they reach into the variable and it's down 30 40%. So what do you think happens when you take money out of a stock that's down 30 or 40%? I think you
1: lose it forever.
0: <laughs> I think you lose a whole lot because you're never going to get it back in this kind of economy. So, so people think, well, my money's liquid; I can reach into the stock. But when you reach into the stock when it's lower, it's p- very problematic. So anyway, that the variables are not my friends; okay. they're not my favorites. But okay. you know. But what happens with these equity index annuities is they have indexes like the one, the number one one that I was telling you about. Uh, basically was, um, it has a commodities index. So Are you as, kidding me? No.
1: Because that's what's to, really to, been...
0: After we get off the phone, I have to share this with you. Sure. Okay. This thing is like, I mean, I'm going to go get this one. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's hot. It has commodities. So it has two different indexes. So in 2008, when the, commodity, you know, when the crash hit, that index made 10%. Are you kidding crash. me? No. So And this guy has no caps. Mm -hmm. So you can, you know, put as much as you want in there, and and without any caps, it's a 10-year annuity. And then, like I said earlier, they add from year one to year five. And that's the interest you're going to make. So there are people making 30 and 40% on these things.
1: So tell me something. (laughs) Is it fair to say that these instruments, it would be like if you went to Las Vegas... And they were dealing out the cards, and if you if you lost the hand, you wouldn't lose any money. <laughs> but if the dealer lost the hand, you know you may not get the entire amount back, but no, you would you would lose money, and you would get a piece of the winnings. Is that fair? Or
0: <laughs> well, the, it basically, you, when they're putting those chips on the table, they're not really your chips. Mm. You're going to get the gain. You know, your principal is not put in that index at risk. So, in essence, the company is really taking the risk, and then they guarantee, give you what the percentage of what they make. So it isn't your principal on the table, on the gamble. So there's no gamble to it. Oh, okay. It's not, you're no risk at all. You are, I'm going to put, say, 25% in this index, and whatever that index makes, I will make. A certain percentage of. If that index makes zero, then I make zero. Mm. But my money, my principal, locks and say I get a say I have a hundred thousand. I roll it over into this product. They give me a ten percent bonus. I have a hundred and ten. And next year the market crashes. I still have a hundred and ten. Mm. Never goes down. Mm. It only goes up. And if it if there's no growth, it just stays where it's at. Now most annuities actually have a guarantee on them in the Great Depression, where, that, where they pay around one percent. Gotcha. But getting one percent in this world is like woo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that would be in a Great Depression, you'd still be making money on these things. Mm-hmm. Did you hear the story about Babe Ruth?
1: Tell me no.
0: Oh, Babe Ruth had a had a financial planner during the crash, the Great Depression, and her name was Christy Walsh. And she got his, some of his money, not all, into an annuity right before the crash. So what happened? All of his money was saved in the annuity. Really? Didn't lose a dime. A big famous really? story. But it's true. It works. I'm a witness. <laughs> it happened to me, too. I didn't yeah, lose yeah. a dime in the stock market. You did? Did not.
1: Oh, you did not. Did gotcha. Not. No, no,
0: did not. So yeah, that crazy. gets
1: it gets a little old after a while. I'm thinking,
0: yeah. when
1: I was, um, you know, 25 years old, of course, you know, I had dreams of finding the new Microsoft and and being a gazillionaire and all the things certainly you'd like to do. But then you get a little real more realistic and say, wait a minute, I I, I don't think that the heartburn of wondering, <laughs> waking up the next morning and finding my money's gone, Jiminy Christmas, right. I just don't think I can handle that anymore.
0: Exactly. That's exactly where I'm at. It's, I don't find this thrilling at all to work so hard <laughs> and watch, you know, watch it go away and start over again. That's not mm-hmm. fun. So I'm quite happy making. You know, most annuities average anywhere from two to seven percent. That's the average. But with these, this new one, that has no cap, well, you can go as high as. You know, 20, 30%, depending on what the market is going to bring. So, like I said, they add one, year one through five. So there's some great stuff, and depending on your age, your health, your wealth, and what kind of strategies you want, you know, you can do the combo of, you know, not only qualifying for the VA bet, that, you know, the benefits, but getting income that you cannot live. If your money's tax deferred, guess what? You're going to get more of your social security.
1: Exactly. Right. See, so that's what so I'm many... seeing. When, gotcha. the, when, when we can go in with for a Korean veteran or a um, World War II veteran or their surviving spouse, if we can get them two thousand dollars a month to pay for an in-home caregiver, to pay for a uh, assisted living facility, but then the other investments, the other uh, income that they're having, if we can minimize the taxes on it, we right. can minimize the taxes. We can create more money to pass on to descendants later. We can take, you know, in a matter of a, just a little bit of planning, we can take someone who supposedly is not qualified for any benefits. And in a very short time, they've got this income coming in. They are qualified for benefits that they're the, the insurance companies take care of these annuities to deal with real life situations, that's that's what I found out. That you can you can you can get maybe some of this money back if you need help with a nursing home. You can turn on the income to help pay for it. Right. It's a there's some you know fabulous
0: it, benefits it that you get. It is fabulous, and and you know the facts are that seven out of ten of us over sixty five you know end up having a convalescent stay. and yeah. it's what is it twenty or forty percent are under sixty five. Mm-hmm. having yeah. a convalescent state. So, none of our insurances are HMOs, law, you know, um Medicare.
1: Do you know how many times I will talk to a client or maybe a prospective client and they'll say, "Well, you know, my wife uh, has Alzheimer's disease and I'm not sure I'm looking for my options and you know, we want to get our will written and various things." And well, oh, you know, I know that uh, Medicare Medicare uh, will take care of her when she needs uh, some long term care, say no, Medicare oh. will not provide any of that. You can get maybe a hundred days in a rehab center, but after that it's on you, and they don't believe me half the time. I know
0: I know that's exactly why I wrote my book because I basically put everything that I've learned for twenty years in this book to to get it out now that 's why I'm doing the media because it's so critical. people don 't get this, and they're really in trouble. And they need to know about all these things.
1: Yeah, they really do. Well, um, there's so many other pressing things to think about. Wouldn't you rather think about uh, the Super Bowl than death and taxes and retirement and
0: right, <laughs> your long-term
1: right. care? I mean, I get that, but it, yeah, I, I still can't condone it. We, we have yeah. to deal with these issues in our lives.
0: Well, that's why, you know, I try to make it fun. I mean, you know, when I do presentations, you know, I try to make, you know, death and taxes a fun thing. It actually can be fun when you know that you can defer it or, you know, make money without losing it. It gives you peace of mind. Yeah. Right? So it can be fun and, you know, sing a little song along the way. And, and Yeah, I'm a guitarist to
1: too, but I've never been nominated for a Grammy.
0: Well, maybe we should do a co-write about pre retirement.
1: There you go. There you go. The long-term care blues.
0: <laughs> there you go. Right. <laughs> and hey, how to get got, out of those
1: blues.
0: You got Here's a way to get out of those blues. you got a cool book that you can tell people about.
1: Exactly. I wrote a book uh, to help veterans and their families figure out well, how do I qualify for benefits. And I analyzed the four important uh, elements. Number one. You have to prove that you served during war. Doesn't have to be overseas. Doesn't have to be in combat. But it has to be during the World War II, during Korea, during Vietnam. The second thing is that you have to prove that you need long-term care. You need uh, assisted living, and you and you can you you can uh, you need to prove you need the help with two activities of daily living, and that's a very scientific term. Uh, legal term that they use in long-term care insurance policies, and I explain explain all that. How to go to your doctor and get certified as being needing assistance. Then they're going to analyze your income, and I'll show you in my book what the VA is looking for, what's too much income, and how how you can write off your income. And the fourth thing we talk about, folks, assets. This is something you have to be aware of, and. There, there, there are things like the family home, for instance, that's exempt, and some things are excludable. Uh, the the fa- uh, Most uh, life insurance is excludable. You can take a CD and maybe turn it into an income screen, stream through an annuity and use that as a way to qualify. But anyway, it's my website is vaassistedlivinghelp.com, vaassistedliving.com. And for ten dollars, you can download my book. It's about a hundred-page book that says that teaches you how uh, the VA will pay for your assisted living care.
0: Cool. So again, where do they get the book again?
1: At VAassistedlivinghelp.com. dot com.
0: Okay. So the um, threshold is different in every state, right? for how much people can have and how how does that break down for people to have to figure out how they could qualify? No,
1: actually this is a national program. This is not like Medi-Cal or Medicaid. And what makes it so frustrating is that there is no uh, specific goals, no specific, uh, it's it's all done by a case-by-case basis analysis from a eligibility worker and you just kind of have to feel your way along this and the more serious, for instance, your illness, they'll say, well, you probably need more money. So that's why I guess the annuity idea, the uh, monthly income stream actually works out really well in this case because many times people are spending a whole lot of money on their health. So if you can create more income to offset your expenses, talk about all that in the book. But if you create more income and many times uh, the $100,000 CD, if you change over and put that in some kind of an annuity that pays out on a monthly basis, well, hey, you need the money and your spouse needs the money and now you're finding you can qualify for another $2,000 of benefits.
0: Yeah. That you know, and you know, and now they're coming out with annuities that are like CDs that are really short. Mm-hmm. And, but Heard they that. have that have like a one point five to six point five range
1: uh-huh.
0: and you can opt out like in the two or three years and but you have more potential for growth, tax deferred, and so it's like a savings account with a, an insurance company, like a C is a savings account with a bank.
1: Yeah, fantastic.
0: So those—that's a real creative way for money that you want more liquid. And then there's the you know the tiers where you do the longer money that you set in a future for income, and you have them come due at different times. So mm. you know you can really build assets and then roll them over and get bonuses and some really great creative planning you can do with that. So I'm a fan. You're a fan. <laughs> great. Well, that's really good. I'm really, I want to help support and get this information out to people and, you know, because it's so important. So maybe give us some more. What else do you want to tell everybody that you would feel that they should know about?
1: Well, that this, that there's so much misinformation out there telling folks that, uh, you're not, you know, you, you, you can't get this benefit unless you have, uh, you've been injured in the war, and that's not true. And they tell people, well, you know something, you, uh, you're you making too much money, you have too many assets, and there's just nothing you can do, and that's just not true. So that's why I wrote this book, to drill, really tell people about their rights, so they know what they what they can get, what they are entitled to, them, and you're entitled to get this benefit of as much as $2,000 a month. And if you would... Go to my, and I explain more actually on my website, com Talk about some of the rights that, that you have and the various things there. But, you know, the, the it seems like there's so much misinformation out there that people need to really advocate for themselves. I, that's just the way it is today. I hate to tell you in, in, mo, in yeah. today's modern day world, but right. no one's going to give you any favors, no one's going to do anything for you for free. You exactly. really need to check and double check.
0: Right. You have to be your own advocate. You have to be your own Social Security. Don't rely on the government to do all those things for you. Oh, you, you, can't, you, mean, you mean we
1: can't trust the government anymore? I'm not gonna, I don't Government's think so. not going to take care of
0: us? No, I don't think so. I think they're really confused. <laughs> they
1: Are you sure? The other day someone told me there was no Santa Claus. <laughs> oh,
0: well, Santa Claus is okay, but I don't okay. know about the government, no. <laughs> well, yeah, it's really, that's why I. I think it's really important that people are proactive with their money. You know, they go to school, they learn how to make money, they get out of school, make money, and then what? Mm-hmm. They go to a planner that they don't really like. And and then this is what I've seen. This is, you know, 20 years later, 40 years later, they're 70, and I go, okay, where's your IRA? And they go, uh, it's at the bank. Mm-hmm. in the bank? They have no idea where their money is invested. That they happens have,
1: all the time.
0: Isn't that fascinating? And Our I mean, financial please,
1: education... I think the kids, for instance, and even college students, it's terrible.
0: It's really terrible.
1: You know, we don't do a good job with that.
0: And I think, I don't know how intentional it is, but I think it's a setup to get people locked into one model. Mm. So the information that I usually talk about, the safe money strategies, is buried. I mean, it's really buried. And even as a financial planner, they don't really want to teach this part to us. They want us to go to the stock market part mm-hmm. and you know i don't know just what i actually seen so many people lose their money i that's what made me reach out this is something's got to be yeah awesome. and then the,
1: then they lose faith and think well there's no chance of anything at all instead right. of looking for another alternative you know then they just give up and just well <laughs> spend all your money okay. i would rather spend it than lose it and i get
0: that exactly you know it's fascinating i'm 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 going to be speaking to the US government financial association next week and I was interviewing the directors of of there and I think they had some really brilliant points one of the, one of the things that that you know people are so concerned first of all they're frightened mm-hmm. and like you just said um they just don't know Like they think I'll never get there, so why start? Or I'm too far Mm -hmm. gone, and you know I don't have enough money, so forget it. You know people like to lock themselves out with the way they're thinking. But there was a brilliant point that this man had made, which was having a retirement holiday. I go, What do you mean by that? He says, take a day off, you know, or Mm -hmm. or a few days off, and take a retirement holiday. And he says. Then you plan. Then, you, you know, you reach out to a planner or, you, you know, you read some books or you start a plan. And it's
1: funny you should say that because then my wife and I just had our 15th wedding anniversary.
0: All right. Good and ahead. we
1: went to this beautiful uh, spa hotel uh, called, I'll give you a plug, called Sycamore Springs and it's on the central coast of California and... Beautiful room that looked out over the Pacific. We had a hot tub right. in uh, out on the patio. And can I tell you what we did? Relaxed. Well, I mean, can I tell you what I oh. what we did that I am allowed oh. to tell you? That's not too oh, personal. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to get around that. Yeah, okay.
1: yeah. Well, I'll just get to the I'll get to the point. No, okay. you know, we said where do we want to be in ten years? Where what do we want to experience? What do we want to be doing? And one of the oh. things, you know, my wife has been. Very helpful in helping me build a very satisfying and successful law practice. But I mean, I could drop dead at any time. I may live to be 100. I may not live to see 65. What do we want to do? And one of the things we talked about is we really want to travel and we want to budget time. We want to see Washington, D.C. I lived there for a year. My wife's never seen it. I want to show her Washington, D.C. I want to take her to New York City. She's never been there. I have. Uh, she wants to take medios to, um, Yellowstone Park. I've never been there. She has. And you've got to put those things down on paper and you've got to budget them in. And then you've got to say, well, wait a minute. You know, how are we going to find the money to do these things? And how are we going to, how are we going to stay on track in order to keep the investments and stuff going? And, you know, one of the first things we did when we got married, it was a second marriage, kind of late, is we decided we were going to pay off all credit card debt. And we focused and we did that. And that was very smart. Mm -hmm. But now we got to think about, well, what are we going to do as far as uh, having the lifestyle that we want? How are we going to take care of each other when we're old? Uh, Boy, it would be nice to have these VA benefits. But actually it did help me because it helped provide money for my dad. Well, right. He developed Alzheimer's, and we could get him some benefits. It helped create some money for my uncle when he had Alzheimer's, so that took some financial pressure off of me. That, you know, and that they certainly earned it. But but we did a vacation holiday, and the big thing we came up is that we wanted to travel. What kind of things do you find your clients uh, determine after they take a vacation holiday?
0: Well, you know what you're saying. They want to travel. They want to be with their families. Some people want second homes. Some people want to create a charity and give back and, you know, help people. Um, and there's a big trend now, I am yeah. finding with a lot of really entrepreneurs and people that are making, you know, mega money. Is there, you're not allowed to make mega money unless you give a certain amount back.
1: Right. Bill
0: That's just the new fad, and I think it's great. Yeah. You know, the consciousness of... You know, giving back, and that just is a normal way to be. Not, you know, it's not ex- it's not extra. It's just the way that we should be. So, you know, and and you probably have within your you know your state, everything you need to do that. It's just you know realizing it. For example, people have retirement four hundred one k s IRAs that they can roll over into these annuities and create. Starting now, in 10 years, just imagine if you got 7% interest compounded on your IRA or your 401k. I mean, it's just like you can have a nice income there. Sure. Guaranteed. Sure. Yeah.
1: It doesn't matter how much money you think you get, you know, they're they're going to give you a big account statement, and you look oh, all these zeros, all these zeros, and then when it's time (laughs) to catch it in, you find that the thing's crashed. What matters is the lifestyle you can maintain on the month-by-month basis that you can do the things that you want to do. You can have the lifestyle you want to have. I want to write a book someday. Life is lived by, lived moment by moment, but it's paid month by month. (laughs) That's the only two time frames that really matter in the long run.
0: That right. you can pay for your lifestyle right exactly, exactly, well, this has been a great conversation. I mean, really enjoying we have a lot to share and yeah things I'm
1: looking could- for it. I want to report on uh how you how you're going to go and fix the government, okay,
0: oh yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> well, actually, these are the people these are the budget, the treasurers the people, I think they're the guts of this, uh, you know, the ones that are working (laughs) the Mm. system. They're not the politicians, but they're the people that are really, they're doing all the work. And they're sitting there living in uncertainty. Mm -hmm. Because I asked them, you know, what is one of your biggest concerns? It's uncertainty if we're going to have a job. Sure. And so,
1: that anyway. Well, my wife worked for the state of California for years until she was able to retire and go to work full-time. Working for me, and there's a couple times she got furloughed. And yeah. you're thinking, well, okay, I'm taking this job, and here's the, the income, here's the salary. And they say, oh nope, we're gonna we're gonna take away one day a month, a, a week, and you're now getting eighty oh, percent. We're gonna give you a twenty percent pay cut. Oh,
0: thanks.
1: <laughs> and I didn't ask for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'll tell you, I've seen so much of that. It's so sad when they oh yeah, get to their seventies or eighties, and their pension is half gone. Yeah. I've actually had clients that were really well off now they're eating peanut butter and crackers literally. Yeah. yeah. It it's, you just it's hard to believe till it happens. But, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. It, you think it would never happen to me.
0: It'll never happen to you, right? Right. Yeah.
1: I didn't hear about Babe Ruth. That's I'm glad to hear that. He 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 had some hard times old babe.
0: And yeah. I'm glad
1: he didn't didn't have to go back you know, cleaning baseballs or something. Right.
0: That would right. Be awful. Well, I think he lost the rest of his money that wasn't in the annuity. Yeah. But you know, as far as the world that we're living in, yeah. it gives you what I call in a state of mind, peace of mind. So you know, you know, your money's going to be there yeah. when you need it. Yeah. And that's that's why I'm I'm really can feel good about what I do. I sleep great at night, and I stand before my maker and say, I did good. I did good for these people, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: To me, that's the bottom line. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I I agree. I agree. We're not going to be here forever, and you want to leave you. If you can just leave this world after a lifetime, leaving it a little bit better in your little corner of the world, you know, I think that's all that our maker can ask for us.
0: Right, exactly. It's the best we can do with what we have, for sure. yeah. Well, again, this has been really, really great information, and um, everybody, you need to get this ebook, how VA, How the VA Helps War Vets, right?
1: Yeah, pay uh, for their assisted living.
0: Pay for their assisted living, and go, where again do they want to go to this?
1: VAassistedlivinghelp.com.
0: All right. Great. And if Thank they want to reach out to you, do you have a contact that they can uh, get in touch with you? Oh,
1: yeah, sure. That would be great. I, I actually practice law in California. I can help anybody in California directly, but I'm in the Central Valley of California, Clovis, California, at 559-433-0342 is my phone number. My website is, this is going to be a hard one to, to remember, it's GilbertFleming.com.
0: Okay. And that is G, right? Gilbert, G I L B E R T F L E M I N G. You got Yes, one M. Absolutely. One okay. M. Okay. Uh, one M. Okay. Okay. Good. And for those of you who want to get in touch with me, again, my name is Chris Smeller with a K, and I'm the author of the number one best selling book, Ready for Pre-Retirement Three Secrets for Safe Money and a Fabulous Future. Pre-retirement is plan retirement early, so your money, your health, your peace of mind is there when you need it. You can reach out to me at Chris at ReadyForPreretirement dot com, and I'll spell it K R I S R E at R E A D Y F O R P R E T I R E M E N T dot com. Our number here is nine five one nine two six. Four one five eight. We can chat with you about what we're talking about today, anything you like, have any questions. We'll look forward to hearing from you. Jen, Gilbert, really an honor and pleasure to talk to you today.
1: I sure enjoyed it.
0: We'll look forward to more.
1: Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, let's stay in touch.
0: All right, have a okay. great day. Okay. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. Bye. There's so much to learn about Healthy Money. I hope today's discussion brings you one step closer to securing and protecting your future. So you can get started on the right foot, go to meetwithchrissmiller.com and schedule your free financial fitness strategy session. Thank you for listening and please subscribe to Money911 so you don't miss our next episode, which includes health, wealth, and peace of mind.